Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help Dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power Dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Yeah. Welcome to J.L, yeah. a production of iHeartRadio. Yeah. 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 What's up, everybody? I'm so hoping that you are living your best life, that you're having a good time, that the things are sweet and delicious to you. I do, I do, I do. I am here with my sisters, my girlfriends, my homies, my niggas. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm here with Aja Graydon Danzler. Hey, hey. And Laia Sinclair. Hey, now. Yeah, y'all. My nigga. I'm sorry. My nigga. <laughs> y'all remember that was going around for a minute with Denzel? Yep. Yes, yes, yes. My nigga. <laughs> That's training day, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Training day. <laughs> it, it feels good, doesn't it? It feels mm-hmm. good when, when you when you have something that is just your own. You know what I mean, like mm-hmm. if it you you got a certain little bounce to it because yes. it belongs to you. Mm-hmm. Whether it is you know, your great grandmom's uh uh jalapeno cornbread with the corn in it too. You know, mm. if it's if it's you know, a tradition or something that you uh have claimed in your family. Like we celebrate famous instead of Christmas and have for the last five years or so, maybe six. But we're talking today about ownership. Mm. We're talking about owning our own stuff. Whatever that stuff is. 
whether it's our hairstyles, whether it's our uh, skin color. We see a lot of orange people out here in this world. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, whatever it is um, that we hold as a cultural and uh, I don't know if it's is it sacred. Is it sacred because it's not anymore? Not when it comes to black people's culture. But you, I mean, was was it was it ever was it ever considered sacred here? No, hmm. right. No. So Why would it be? Always something that was trying to be suppressed, but you cannot suppress us. So we just continue to come up through the wood and through the earth and through the dirt and through the bottom to the top and say, "Oh no, we are here. We are here." What do y'all think is, was the first, like, moment of cultural appropriation, like, even back then from when we got here? I was just thinking about that. I was like, huh, I wonder what was the first moment that a white person went, huh, I see that them, them niggas over there doing that, but we could take that and make that our own. We don't even have to get them no credit for that shit. Slavery. Just so many things. <laughs> slavery. I mean, they practiced they practice slavery in Africa, but they right. took our they took what we were doing and took it up 5,000 notches and turned it into the most evil, degrading, violent wow. thing they could think of. They added capitalism. Slavery didn't exist under those type of pretenses before the white folks looked at what we was doing. It's like, hmm. And, and I and people also, who work for free, and and also lunacy. You have to throw you have to throw that in there. That it it is a, an insane person to uh, hang somebody from a tree or or cut out their organs or cut mm-hmm. off their breast or cut out a baby like mm. that. That takes a lot of that's that's insanity. Yeah, that is that is total mental illness for real. And it's funny no, nobody does that. Like the, come on, right? Don't nobody do that. Nah. I mean, if you were at war, yes, you might have got your ass killed and, you know, the Zulus might have had a little bit of your uh, uh, skin or, you know, your mm-hmm. flavoring to Board the soup. Back. I'm not, I don't know that Zulus ever did that. So just, I'm just saying, um, I just, I was thinking of warriors when I said right. Zulu. Right. But Bottom I don't line know. is anything could have happened under war right. pretenses. Under war pretenses. We're not talking about war. We're talking about um, somebody stealing your juice in front of your face. Oh, yeah. And then saying, I did that. Or so maybe it was even, maybe it might have been Egypt. How about that? Or not saying that they did that. Just allowing it it. to to be. Like, okay, let's talk about, for instance, um, Mm, Wu-Tang. So, mm. Okay. It's an interesting so, conversation because some might say that cultural appropriation is based on a dominant culture doing something to a less dominant culture, but let's let's get into it with Wu Tang too. I wonder uh-huh. if that fits into that that equation. So yes, Jill. I mean, there is a there's a there there's a respect there though. Right. 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 So I mean, I think that's the difference right. because there is a respect and there's and a source cited. The source yes, is cited. Yes. There we go. Yeah. Yes. There we go. And now this is why it. they get respect from mm-hmm. the cultures in which they celebrate mm-hmm. because they do that. They take time to say, yeah, this is not mine. Right. Wow. That's And so that's why that would not be cultural appropriation. On top of the fact, I mean, shoot, Rissa has performed, been invited to the, Mo- the Buddhist temples at this point to, right. uh, mm-hmm. to speak and perform. Also, too, you know that oppressed peoples all over the world, they have, you know, so much in common. Right. And so any any kind our music and hip hop music in general has been, you know, adopted by so many different groups of people because there's 
there is a connection there. Yeah. There's an absolute mm-hmm. connection. Culturally, there's connection. There's storytelling. There's, you know, all kinds of things. So I don't think it's that we don't want our culture to be accepted and celebrated all over the world. Who doesn't want that? We want credit. Uh, credit. Respect. Respect. Yeah. Yo, and I That's really, it. I really tried to make this not about, it's funny because I, I, unlike uh, Asia's general, uh, it's all about white supremacy. I was like, let me see if I can go about this in a wholesome way and see if it's not just a white man that's doing this. But to be honest, although it's always different cultures, it, it generally is is the white man who has uh, cultural appropriated from Asian to Native American with your Indian garb, Native American garb, and just wearing, you know, a dream catchers and whatnot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, and it goes back like this. They've been culture. It's been a long time. Globally, I'll just say that. Look at the bustle. The bustle. A bustle. Back in the day, what, 1800s, they, mm-hmm. they used to wear these corsets and they had this thing that would make the backside seem to sit out on yes. those dresses, the bustle. Right. So that booty could look like, ooh, girl. Like, yeah. uh, what's her name? It's the... Sarah Bartman. Sarah Bartman. Sarah Bartman. Right, 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 right. It, it seems like this entire beauty phase... Um, or the shape of a body is so based off of Sarah Bartman. It's all of it. Small waist, big butt, big titties, big thighs, big legs, just voluptuous and 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 warm and scrumptious. You know, just it seems like the whole whole beauty phase and craze is based off of that, which is why so many women around the world are now built like Black women. Listen, when and black not women, all black women, but you know, a most, a most, and, and some right, and some black women are actually um, doing things to themselves to try to, to keep embody, up. Yes, to embody this kind of caricaturized yes. version of the black woman's body, and you know, and the bottom line is that all of this is coming from the horrible disrespect. And there is no way to look back and say, hey, that that really this is where that comes from, that you were you love a thing so much you hate that you love it. And now you have to erase it. Oh, that, that hurt. I just you love uh, a thing so much that you hate it. And now you have to erase it. Sounds like black people. Yeah, this like T-shirt I got. They want your rhythm, but not your blues. Yeah. My question well, for black people us? is like, well, what can that's, I was just a, well, yeah, go ahead, man. Get into we, it. we right here. Go ahead, Laya. I'm here for it. I didn't know which one you were going to. What about us as far as culturally appropriating or what about us as far as protecting uh, what's being appropriated from us? Because that's where I was going to go. So I didn't know wh- which way you was going, Jill, but I do question. I'm like, when are, are us as a people, I just feel like, are we not vocal enough in saying, get that back or give us our credit? It's it's people who have made, who have been become millionaires, major, major, almost billion, now billionaires based uh-huh. off of our our beauty and then being able to transform their bodies and their faces to look like us. And I, st- I just don't understand. I, I just, in my militant mind, I just don't understand how, how we continue to let that be. It's, it's, it's kind of like how George uh, Zimmerman is alive, but that's a whole other thing. But I'm just, I just don't, I, I just don't know how we continue to allow it to happen. 
And is there a way that we cannot, can we can stop it? Is there? <laughs> I don't know. I, I think that ultimately we have a situation where everything is really super centered on white men. And until we shift that center, people won't see us there. They don't see us because the, the, all the focus is on that. It's kind of like if you, like, you know, you have that filter on on um, on Instagram mm. where you can focus on it's on the person in the picture and everything behind it is, mm-hmm. is blurred. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we live in a world like that where the white man is being focused on it and everything around it is blurred. And even though those things are there and they're significant to the makeup of the photo, we're just not focused on it. And the thing is that until we can shift that focus, you know, everything will continue to push that image forward. So whatever that white man does, even if he's doing exactly what you're doing, people will see him first. Or woman, because really, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. When I say, yeah, I don't mean exclusively. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying like, you know, that that white male hetero. Mm -hmm. Boom. When he when that person is doing something or anyone adjacent to that is doing it, everyone will see that. Not because uh-huh. everything else is not loud. You can be as loud as you want to, but if you're blurred, if you're in the background and it's blurred, yes. it doesn't matter how much you're yelling and carrying on. They're focused on what the picture is, the picture that's been taken. Our job is to continue to call that out and shift the focus, to take that stupid filter off everything. I just don't you think, know. I don't mean, and, and y'all know, I know, I know, Jill, we hate to name names, but it's been 15 years of, of these Kardashians. And I really don't think that's happening in a sense because we've, we've named it, we've called it out. We're like, okay, no, Grace Jones did that. Okay, no, like, no, those braids aren't, those are box braids. Those aren't what you're calling them. Like, I forgot what they were calling them for a sec. Like, mm. we keep correcting and saying, but they keep making the money off of our backs and our image and nothing's changing. It's just, I, it's jarring. I'm like, what can we, I just, I'm sorry. So I just would get really frustrated. I think the problem there is that we buy into it too. <laughs> we don't, we don't seem to have this sense of, uh, what can I call it? I don't even know what to call it. Pride? That part. God darn it. That is the ugly that I, I you know, don't want to face. It doesn't seem like we have a sense of pride and ownership. Mm. that we support any and everything um, just because somebody else is. We're still chasing whatever it is that they're chasing. And typically what they're chasing is us. So we end up chasing a varied uh, 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 reflection of us. But it ain't exactly us. Running after our tail. Running after our tail. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash codeassistant. IBM. Let's create. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. 
he sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You know, if you, if you cannot, it's always the self-work. We talked about this before. It always comes down to the self-work. If you are not able to center yourself, if you don't see yourself in the center, then you as a group are not going to be able to see yourselves at the center. And you therefore cannot really, you know, assert as a group to the outside world that you're at the center. If if we're just now getting to the point where we can look at maps and say, wait a minute, why why is that, why is Africa hella small on that on that map? You know, we're just getting to certain realizations. Our battle with this is relatively young. Let's give ourselves a little bit of credit here. Come on. Our, our, Thank our you. Our battle with this thing is relatively young, and we have been pushing back at it for, you know, hundreds of years. 
we've been pushing back at this since the very beginning. So I'm not necessarily disappointed in our efforts. Mm. I just know that it's just going to take more. It's just going to take more. And that we have to do our part to push ourselves back to the center so that our children can have a little less push to do for themselves. So it's like this this aspect of it is important. Everyone on this call today, everyone on this podcast remembers going natural when nobody was going natural. Mm -hmm. Everybody remembers when it was four products for natural hair Mm -hmm. and four, excuse me, two when it was two products. <laughs> African Pride and um, Kimmy Oil. Mm-hmm. Listen, before that, child, oh, Pink that, Oil Moisturizer yeah. mm-hmm. and Palmer's Coconut Oil. Oh, Pink Oil Moisturizer, the nightmares. Okay. This Girl. took too long. Mm-hmm. So would never I'm go in. <laughs> so we remember, we remember that our daughters, our nieces, our mentees, they will never know that time ever. They will always know that there's they are coming into a world where there's tons of things available to them. So I just want to just shift a little bit and that I'm not super disappointed in our responses, but our responses also can't be the tools of our oppressor. We can't, and that's not my words. I say that a lot. Those are not my words. Like Audrey Lord said that, I believe. But bottom line is that we can't keep using their tools. So if we think that we're going to be, we're going to liberate our image and take hold of it and take hold of our culture and mm-hmm. own our culture through Amen. a capitalistic system if we think we're going to go out there and become billionaires and millionaires you know selling our culture to the highest bidder trust and believe we will not succeed in recentering ourselves that way yeah I, you know it's funny you say that asia because i in my mind i just went like yeah what do you expect they just got rid of the washington football team's name like what just. do you? They just got and they, <laughs> I, ma'am. Huh? And that's a that's a that's that's just NFL. Yeah. Please believe all over Philadelphia and every other American city, there's tons of names, mascots, photos, statues, all kinds of stuff that's absolutely inappropriate, offensive. Everything under the sun. And I, you know, it's funny I, as I be thought about this this topic that we were going to speak about today, I try to think personally, like, like yeah, have you ever appropriated? Not in the, you know, defined sense of, I know I'm not a dominant right. race or whatever, but just in the sense of, I was like, okay, it took me to a time when we used to wear, and oh my God, you guys, please, I apologize if I used the wrong terms. I'm going to say Asian because I don't know which country it belongs to. But y'all uh-huh. remember a time Good in job. the 80s when all of us little girls had those shoes, those um they either came in black or red and they were cloth shoes with the uh the plastic bottom but they were asian do you guys remember these from the you get it from the beauty supply yeah yeah i get where you're going with this laia and i'm gonna tell you this a few like a year ago i remember i was on twitter and um and um oh gosh what's the child's name lizzo mm. lizzo had to check somebody cuz somebody a white person but I've seen black people do this too. Mm. Um, somebody added her and said, you're my spirit animal. And she was like, I just want to correct you that when you say that, that's very offensive, offensive to indigenous people. The idea and the concept of a spirit animal is really important to their culture. And, and you're using it in an inappropriate way. Mm. And I thought to, and that really opened me up because I was like, yeah, you know, as black people, we do involve ourselves mm-hmm. in certain practices and things, not really understanding the implications of other people's culture and how important that might be to their culture. We participate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
I can't think of a way in which we've we've been able to like, let's say, capitalize on. That. Oh no, that's the problem. Maybe in I social, can. yeah, in social spaces. Yes, but I, I mean, I'm sure it exists out there because we live in a capitalist world. I get it. You know what I mean? But, but as black people, we do need to check ourselves. because Remember the Chinese can't... tattoo phase? Everybody was checking for You don't even know what you got on your arm. You don't even know what it says. You don't know. Well, what about, um, what about weaves? Okay, so this is a point that my boyfriend likes to make all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, that... We appropriate their hairstyles um, all the time. Well, all the time. That I once said uh, via Twitter that there should be a day off from weaves. And the response was that <laughs> women wouldn't come outside without them. That they wouldn't come outside. That'd be a day that they didn't go to work. That'd be a day that they didn't <laughs> go grocery shopping or pick up their dry cleaning, that they were not coming outside without their weave. And that somehow, and in this, I'll say this, I'll see really beautiful uh, brown women um, mm, mm. and they'll have these weaves on. And I don't, it doesn't make a difference to me that it it's perfectly done. It doesn't make a difference to me. I look at it and I think, you trying to be like Becky. Well, she's been told that's just what beautiful is for uh, her whole existence and, we and her spend grandmother's millions, existence. Billions of dollars every year on this hair. Yo, be, before and Asia, I mean, and, and understand that I believe with, with black, I know, I, can, can you see it? It's, <laughs> see it's it. happening. Asia is filling <laughs> up with this. Uh, yes, it's coming. I'm a firm believer that Hair is accoutrement for black women. It doesn't make a goddamn difference if your hair is long and straight, if it's curly, if you got a a 10-pound wig on your head. It doesn't make a difference. If you go bald, you are still a black woman. Right. Pert. Amen. So understand that. I'm not slighting you because you got the straight hair on. What I am saying is that that straight hair doesn't belong to your ethnicity, that you are actually culturally, mm, not culturally, because that's not a culture. That's just a reality. That's just a reality. It's not a culture. But appropriation, trying to look like something quite not yourself. Come on, Asia. Come on. on. Can I add more? I want to add more fire to Asia's fuel real quick. I just want to also say that not for nothing, because I am a D.C. girl that respects both uh, Nigeria and Ethiopia. However, I have also noticed that there is a certain type of um, West, at least West African woman who um, really they go to the weave and they can't stop. And if you watch. Um, Housewives of Potomac, that's what made me think of it because there you have three very successful West African Nigerian women, but you cannot, you will not see their their natural hair at all. Okay, and Asia, go! Wait, wait, one more, one okay, more. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Look, 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 look at my little TV show. Look at, look at, look at First Wives Club. Ooh, None of bad. us, all three of us are natural. Ain't no, ain't no natural weave. All ain't no natural three weave of us all three of us are natural. And none weave. of us have natural hair. It's an ongoing debate. That's what it, I thought. It is yeah. a. It is is something that we're like constantly 
arguing about. Like, why can't Hazel have natural hair? Good for you. Jill's throwing herself on the fire. Jill's throwing herself on the fire. Asia, what you gonna do? Jill's throwing herself on the fire. She's on the fire. And I'm like, well, shit. (laughs) I think. I mean, okay, I'm going to start by saying this. I agree with y'all. I do. See, I know y'all think, oh, she over there rocking back and forth in the corner. I I agree with (laughs) y'all about the fact that there is a very clear and intentional thing about Black women's hair, their acceptance of their own natural hair, and its commercial acceptance you know, in the world of entertainment, in the business world, any, anywhere that's quote unquote professional, which is dog whistle for white, you know, but I get all of those things, I guess to me when I look, and I used to think a lot like that in terms of like, that was my thinking about it singularly, but now I feel a little different about it only because I feel no, in, in addition to, I feel this too that black women in their weave white women's hair don't look like that that's number one their hair don't look like that they gotta get weave too in order for their hair to look like that interesting counter and and number two um, white woman's hair could never on its own look the way black women get their weave to look that is not. And when you th- that was the same point, but that's fine. Never. That was the same. You made yeah, they you, could you, never. They, you've it, seen they beautiful never. heads of hair. You've no. seen beautiful heads. I have. I, not, not. I'm just saying, yes, an individual, but yeah. not as a whole. Everybody group. wanted no. to look like Cher. That was natural. Listen, okay. but but there are black women who have that mm. kind of hair too. I wanted so, hair my, like Blair but, from uh <laughs> from Fast and Life. Blair's hair was good, but guess Blair's who did hair that? Was a hairdresser. Blair's hair was popping, but I'm gonna tell you this. That, <laughs> That hair was done. Somebody, a hairdresser did that. She don't wake up like that. And number two, number three, black women in terms of what they bring to that look is very unique to them. What they bring to that, they bring all of their black girlness into that space. There is not a single space that a black woman can enter in which she does not take it over. It's not a single place. I'm thinking. And for me, and for me, it's like, White women, in terms of, of us, quote unquote, appropriating their stuff, they can't do that. They just can't do it. I'm sorry. I just, I'm sorry. Maybe that's we, not three points. It's one point. Black they can't people. do it. Black, we got white black women, women rolling around. I love this. I love when we do this. We got black women, women right can now do it. who are Barbies, who talk about being what Barbies. white woman? Listen, what white woman would you let do your weave? Yeah, no. I wouldn't. The, nah. the most talented one? No, nah, you ain't letting no white woman do your. You ain't letting no Girl, white woman why? do your hair, Jill. What are I you talking never. about? When the last time a white no. woman did your hair, Jill? A white guy just did it. That don't count. Ooh, a white gay man. Mm. No, no, mm. he didn't no. know what edges were at the end of the day, though. Well, then he definitely that. okay. Well, what are we it didn't work even... out. It didn't work yeah. out. <laughs> it didn't work out. It didn't work out. Do I add uh, just to add a little more fire in here? Uh, uh, Jason always likes to throw in the blonde thing. Do we do yeah. that or do we leave that out? 
The blonde I think thing. I got a lot of I got a lot of flack for going blonde. I had blonde straight hair for a little while where I was my hair was short mm-hmm. and it was straight and it was blonde. And people got into my DMs and went off about it. Ah, oh, sister, you need to go back to your natural hair. And I was like, well, here's the funny thing. I don't have a perm in my hair. It's straightened, but it's not still natural. It is still my hair. And I used to get a little annoyed by that. But the truth of the matter is that they're that black people have these looks even in situations where they've not been colonized there are there are black people who have blonde who hair who ain't been colonized i'm sorry i was <laughs> I guess guess Aborigines do have been colonized. That's why they have it. But bottom line is, there are black people that have all kinds of different textures of hair. uh, Aborigines, a lot of them had already had blonde hair. There's like a whole tribe of people. It's like a thing. They have blonde hair. So there are people of color all over the world that look all types of different ways. You know, my thing is, I just hate focusing on black women and their freaking hair. It just makes me, it irritates me. It's like that's always our go-to is that we want to talk bad about or tell black women they don't love themselves because they don't have, they don't wear their hair a certain way. And we keep forgetting that a lot of the people that have this to say are people who fit within a certain texture that's acceptable, Mm -hmm. quote-unquote, to the world, the natural hair, the natural curl that people are, that people feel most comfortable with. So you think, this so is, what about the other thing that I said about some of these, some of the West African women, especially like Nigerian women who are locked into their weave? I I wouldn't be silly enough to act like we don't deal with a lot of self-hatred as black women. How could we not? I mean, what we're facing consistently would would speak to oh, yeah. that we would have this issue. And I, I'm not going to act like we don't. I just, sometimes I just get so tired of hearing the argument about our hair. Let us wear our hair any way we want to fucking wear it. Absolutely. Do whatever we want to do. And, and, and honestly, like I said, even in moments where we feel like we are trying to find some sort of, you know, white adjacent looking the image, what we end up doing is creating a new thing. Yeah. And that's true. That's that's what we we will always do. They can't even how if you appropriate something, that means you're like a, a BS great value version of it. How are we going to appropriate their shit and make it so good that then they want to go back and get their weave to look like our weave look? Now, now she's not lying now. That's true. Yeah, that is true. Every that white girl true. getting a weave now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She figured it out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then white girls getting black girls to do it. Yeah, yeah. This they wasn't getting. They wasn't always getting their hair corn rolled before they got the sewing. They wasn't doing they that. They wasn't getting they that hair clipping corn that clip, Clips, clips, <laughs> clips. We stay. And so I we listen, stay improving we their lives. I'm, I'm some shit. I'm, I'm still sorry. saying. And not getting I feel you. I absolutely feel you. Naturally, I guess we're talking about natural and not being, I guess, natural. Mm-hmm. I just know that this throwback, <laughs> um, when you when you sweep I the hair you. off of your neck, that is not 
something that is innate to black women because Unless our hair you got some stands, good human hair braids there our hair stands <laughs> up typically right, right, or right. we have some kind of braid business happening <laughs> yes. but but we did not that has not been a part You're like, that, that is, is not somebody else's entire way of being it is which so. is is Sometimes a bitch flip her hair is a problem or it's shade, bitch, because we don't do that. What are you flipping, <laughs> bitch? The flip we grabbed it. We grabbed you know it and Jill? took it and made it a black ass thing. And that's something that happens with us all the time. Yes. We take stuff from up right. So do we in turn appropriate behaviors um, that we see from other cultures? I don't know if see. I don't know why appropriate is like wearing me out when okay, I think about it, it in terms of. I mean, in terms of us and white because people, because we can't, because we can't technically, because we're not the we dominant. Technically, yeah. However, I will say this: we much. are absolutely the dominant. I'm gonna in give you. I'm gonna give we're you talking the about music. We're talking. We're from rock and roll to blues to jazz to funk to sports to girl. <laughs> we talking about who control the money. Okay, I'm gonna give you. I'm enough. gonna give you the flip. I'm I told just talking about who's I'm gonna give you all the flip. You right though. I got you. Yeah, the the flip, flip. I will give y'all the flip. The flip, the flip. Yes, that's the white. That's the white girl. We have appropriated the the hair flip. That's it. Oh, that. Was- <laughs> that's a, That's it. That's all. The hair flip. Okay, that's what. That's the only thing you taking. Okay. All right. All right. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash codeassistant. IBM. Let's create. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. 
now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Okay, appropriation is, according to this dictionary here, I don't know whose it is. Let me see who it is. It just says dictionary. Anyway, um, the act of appropriating or taking possession of something often without permission or consent. Uh, An act of legislature uh, authorizing money to be paid from the treasury or for a specific use. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Appropriating funds. Yeah, appropriating funds. Yeah. But, yep, that's it. But however... Cultural appropriation is the adoption of an element or elements of one culture or identity by members of another culture or identity. This can be controversial when members of a dominant culture appropriate from disadvantaged minority culture. So maybe the idea here is that appropriation itself is something that anyone can do. Right. But it is particularly damaging when a dominant culture does this, particularly when they are already guilty of erasing and you know, uh, marginalizing different groups and then they do it. It's like a, you know, an offense on top of an offense. It would be like Kylie Jenner's lip kit that she's made millions of dollars off of to be able to draw on your lip so that you can look like, have a black woman's lip, but not quite say, I'm trying to look like a black woman. Well, let's say this. Not all black women have really full lips. Mm-hmm. Not all. My bottom lip is 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 Rashonda. My top lip is a little Monique. Listen, not all black women Girl, have hair with you got Them black people lips you got, Jill. You got black oh, people no. lips. These my I mm-hmm. Shirley lips. I ain't even gonna hold Was you up. Was she black? She did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We ain't about to have this conversation. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying that not yeah. every black person has But the characteristic of black people, just like that kink in your hair. Just like that kink in your hair. So I'm not, that, that's mine. That, uh-uh, that mine. Mm-hmm. The ass is mine, them lips is mine. Mm-hmm. And if you decide to widen that nose, that's going to be mine too. Period. That's how I feel. Period. And those braids are mine too, bitch. Give them back. So, so what about when you put on hazel contacts or blue contacts or green and, you know, you have on this wig for the day and... Um, black girl lost, black girl lost. That's self-hate, self-hate. Black girl lost. 
I mean, the bottom line is we're not about to own this thing. No. We do things, we do things, and we're we're the ones that are actually suffering the most from it. So, yeah, yeah, you're right. If a black woman has a desire to look like something other than, let's say, a quote-unquote typical black woman, and it's based in self-hatred, that's hurting us, not the people that we're imitating. Right. Uh-huh. Right. You know, so I mean, think like, about yeah, it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm with it. I, but I understand what Jill is saying, too, is just that, listen, we have to identify these ways that we help to suppress our own shit. And that, I mean, at least I think that that's really where we're coming from with it, is that, yeah, there are people out there taking our stuff, but we also don't value our stuff enough because we're out here trying to look like them. We're out here doing some of the same stuff. And in some ways... They can use that as getting permission. But well, that's because we fucked up and got trauma. That ain't fair. And, 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 but fair. it is we're what not, it is. But we're, we're not responsible for their 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 craziness. You know what no. I'm saying? We're not responsible for that. It's just how, if, if we're going to change it, we do have to take responsibility for how we help to shape that lens. If we continue to put white people and their imagery at the center, even if we're doing it, in, even if we're not, it's not motivated entirely from self-hatred. We know that enough of us are, are, are it does come from that for enough of us. Yeah. Just, and we got to be aware of that. We want to protect each other. And that that's for women all around the world. Because, yes, yeah, so you can look at women in Africa as taking the, op- the opportunity to wear weave more often, quote unquote. But when you go to Africa, it's harder to, to find natural hair products. Yes, it is. Mm. And so you can even look at it like that, that there's there are systemic reasons why a wig might be a quicker, easier thing to do, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you can also look at a situation like, okay, black women talking about they they're not going to go out without their weaves. But then y'all tell them that they're ghetto and unprofessional if they go outside in a bonnet or hair wrap. True. So if the idea is to preserve the hair, because a lot for a lot of people, that's what it is. It takes longer to style our hair to our liking. Yes, it does. It's just so if we have to go someplace quick or we have to do something quick, a lot of times to cover the hair or to use a wig or whatever is a is an option to do if we want to just go. Preserve, yeah. And is it gonna rain? understand all of the the reasons i understand all the reasons i have definitely um been in australia and had to to get some a baby doll wig <laughs> a baby doll hair wig i was like what is this because yeah. you just couldn't find it you just couldn't find our hair because we are uh, not uh catered to so right. that means that there is an, a, an ex, a gigantic business for us to cater to us because we're over it. We're over mm-hmm. it. We're over not being able to find the products that we need or the products that it that make us feel enriched. Okay, but because how got a crazy whole lot of is people. it? How crazy is it that you can't find hair products for black hair in Africa? Right. I don't. That's, to be honest, that sounds I'm, insane. I'm confused. I'm, are they saying they don't have a Carol's daughter there? There's nobody there that's good making. I mean, the shade come from over there. The the business. Hi, the business. <laughs> the business. Hi. Yeah, the business is there. The the business is absolutely there. 
It's, in, it's for a long time in California, you couldn't find anybody who did natural hair. And, oh, girl, and you, shit yes. is real over here. Thank God yeah. for Insecure, or they still be fucked up. Don't get it yep. twisted. Shout out Thank to Felicia you. Leatherwood because yes. honey, that's who I was going back to in in two thousand and in two and three. Felicia, Felicia, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. And, and Kim Kimball later yeah. on, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. But, but there really, and and then that wait list was outrageous. There really wasn't any natural hair. Oh anywhere. yes, it's very expensive and to get your natural hair done here. But I also want to say too, it's funny that you say that, Jill, about California, because how funny is that that they are behind in their natural hair scene or whatever. However, the governor is not, and he said from now on, you will not discriminate against a black woman for the way that she chooses to wear her hair. That is the law. He is the only one in this country who has done that, which I just thought so ironic. Like, in Cali. Come on. Yeah, Clap but you know what? He did it. Yes. Hey, no, Clap for it. Ain't he kind of cute? But how crazy is it that we got to have a whole law? Yeah. Right. I remember this, this situation oh. went, yes, this situation went viral not too long ago where this, this, this principal put out this whole thing saying that mothers couldn't come up to the school if they had bonnets on their head or if they had such and such and such and such. And so many black people was with her. I mean, mm-hmm. they were like, yeah, that's ghetto. That's wrong. That's not and for outside. Like, that's not for outside. And da, da, da. And my whole thing is like this. Um, if you're coming up to the school to pick up your kid, if you're at the school as a parent at 3 p.m., if you have the ability to do that, you can come in whatever you want to have on. You can have whatever you want on the top of your head. The bottom line is that we still have a lot of inward stuff. We that do. We, we have do. a lot of inward stuff, and we 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 demonize things that we as black women do to our hair and our look that is directly associated just with our culture and who we are. It's not ghetto. It's not wrong. It's not unprofessional. Because there was a time when a black woman would tell you braids is unprofessional. Oh, yeah. Oh, listen. Mm-hmm. Trust and believe. My or mother, an afro. Yeah. Or if you have an or afro. Or a shortcut. Or a baldy. Any or of those short. things. Yeah. Any of those. My, my family color. would say, uh, you're walking around looking like a chicken. Mm-hmm. With your hair. That's That was the line. Walking around looking like a chicken. So here's the thing, and that goes back to what Dr. Yaba Blay said when we had her on the show. It just reminded me of the issue with cultural appropriation sometimes is the person who's perpetuating it doesn't know the struggle and what it took for black women to be able to either confidently wear this shit, functionally wear this shit, or whatever, because mm-hmm. now it's just it's nothing for you. Just right. Mm-hmm. Because please believe there was a time and it wasn't long ago if a black woman showed up somewhere with braids with cornrows going all the way back close to her head mm-hmm. that we'd be all looking sus. Right. And and coming up with many stereotypes of what kind of woman that was. Yeah. Yeah. It's internalized. As we're talking about cultural appropriation, it's very easy to to look at other folks and see what they're doing and how they're stealing from us. And um, you can see it. It's all over the place. Um, But we're also, you know, party to that as well. And that's the trick of it all. It's the ugly, like facing the ugly portions of ourselves. How do we uh, point fingers at other people when we're not checking the fuck out of ourselves? Because that's what we need to do. We have to check ourselves. I'm a big fan. If if any culture that I would like to appropriate, I would like to appropriate the Jewish community. Mm. Why is that? Why is that? Because 
There is a rite of passage to maturity. There is uh, a language to be learned. There is um, this internal support, financial support of one another. Um, There's protection there, of their loyalty, of their culture. How about that? Absolute protection. Bet not. Of, yeah, bet not. And there is a uh, a value to uh, their history um, um, and, and their traumas as well. And uh, I, oh, I, that's sad, Jill. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Well, I feel I, like I, I feel like we have all of that, except for possibly that idea of valuing our experience and placing value on it, and value on our culture. Because I do think that there's parts of our culture that we don't value. We don't value it until we have to argue that it's ours. I think and we should so, take bits and pieces of of things a, that that work. Things that work. Yeah, take and we bits busy. and pieces. But we yeah, do do all of all that stuff that you said about the Jewish community. We do do that. And we do it with no privilege. We do all of those things. And we have done all of those things. Black people have been mutually supporting one another in community, culture, and finance from the moment that we were able to. This is We've true. We've been doing and that. We were, we were doing that from the, from the gate. Well, and I'm just saying, I is, understand. I understand what you're saying. I'm in just that saying scale. There's a thing. Yeah, there's a, there's a scale. That's, that's back in style, as you know, Asia, because... Black folks don't want you to call that the pyramid game. They want to say that they are doing the same thing that other cultures do and that it does right pop. I forget what it's called, but everybody's calling you trying to be a part of this thing right now. Right, that the, the whole, like, the right. susu thing. But, right. then, but there was an argument also too, and, and this is something I want to bring up too. There was, there was argument about what is a traditional African susu and what, what, what other folks were doing at that time. But we'll get back to that real quick, but you're right. Black people have been doing this, you know, from the beginning of the beginning. But I want to ask y'all this, you know, there has been the weird, the very weird energy amongst, you know, black people all over the diaspora about us appropriating from each other. So there was a there was a um a, a op-ed that was done a few years ago from a sister that was from Nigeria who said she was tired of seeing African-Americans wearing kente mm-hmm. or Ankara. And it was just like, you don't that's not your culture. That hurt my feelings. I barely know what the fuck my shit is. <laughs> I got yeah. a little bit of everything up in yeah, here. I got all yeah. kinds of artwork like, in here, all kinds of masks, and I pray. And don't speak from your not privilege. Not and don't speak from your privilege who you can track your shit, bitch, because I'm sorry, not bitch. Excuse me. <laughs> no, she got honey, she she had she got the business, but it did open up that conversation where it's there fair. is this kind of I it is fair. Like, do you? It's fair. I, I mean, even as we do, because kente cloth was explained, it had to be explained to me. So you are right. People do not right. understand the value of kente. But tell us, tell us then. Don't act like we like white folks. Act like we are lost. Okay, and we was kidnapped. Oh, somebody, please applaud. Amen. Oh, that. Oh, I felt that. But let me oh. throw this. Let me throw this out there. Hmm. Let me throw this out there. Go on and okay. Throw. If we really want to value our culture as valid, right? Mm -hmm. We know that we are descendants of enslaved Africans as our people in Brazil, as our people in the Caribbean, as our people in many parts of the world. Mm -hmm. But as African-Americans, I mean, look at quilt culture. It's like, to me, that's our kente. 
Mm-hmm. But we don't value it like that. Bisa Butler, ladies so and gentlemen. My thing, exactly. So my thing is, why, do, why not we look at the culture we created here and hold it up as something to be respected, as something to be sacred, something to be important to us so that, yes, if we do want to engage and in, 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 in learn more about the motherland, that's there for us. But we don't have to take ownership of it because we have something already to take True. ownership of. True. Dances, music. I'm from Washington, D.C. Originally, we hand dance. In Chicago, they call it stepping. Yeah. In Detroit, they call it something different. It's like there's variations to the culture. There's music. In D.C., we have go-go music. Mm-hmm. And, you know... Baltimore, you got house and club. You're right. Baltimore, Philly, you, you got, got the Wu-Tang. Right. I'm going to fight you. Back to Wu-Tang. The Wu-Tang, right. <laughs> I'm just saying, you got all of this different stuff. So the thing is, like, if we really want to get down to the conversation about valuing culture that has to exist for us too yeah Word. it's it's time and we're listen and again we are learning as we go our, our little kid not getting that group of people we are learning as we go so now that you say that age, really I'm like, yeah we should so now we need to figure out just how to make that be like make that a part it can't be a part of curriculum it got to be a part of like your upbringing it has to be a part of your upbringing it has to be in households and It's taken us a long time to get where we are, but we are here. We are here. And we're starting to have our eyes open way more than ever before. Uh, What do you call it? Woke? You know, we're waking up. I'm not going to say we're woke. I'm going to say we're waking up because there's a lot of things that we're holding on to because that's what our, um, (laughs) that's what mass will do. Take that. Take that ugly. That doesn't feel good to think that you're following someone that uh, potentially hates you. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't, it, you know, there's nothing about that that feels good. Mm-mm. So change your mind. Change your mind. Support yourself. Support your businesses. Be mindful when you are allowing your daughter to dress like Princess Hootie Hoopy Boopy Doo. Be mindful. Be mindful when you're allowing your children to watch cartoons and who it is that they're saying is the most beautiful girl in the kingdom over Mm. and over and over. Because Karima ain't do no black, no white dolls. Sorry. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I ain't do no white dolls. Like, I'm not, I don't, I am never into hating any other people. I'm not into it. I just don't think that hate is a way to, to, to win anything. But to be aware and to be mindful and to love yourself and not fall for the traps as much as you can. I'm going to probably have on a blind wig tomorrow because it's fun and I don't take it seriously. It is not a part of me. I own that old wig. It don't own me. Poetry time. Here's a poem I really dig. It's called... Frederick Douglass, and it's written by Robert Hayden. As you could tell, I, I like this guy. When it is finally ours, this freedom, this liberty, this beautiful and terrible thing, needful to man as air, usable as earth, when it belongs at last to all, 
when it is truly instinct, brain matter, diastole, systole, reflex action, when it is finally one, when it is more than the gaudy mumbo-jumbo of politicians, this man, this Douglas, this former slave, this Negro beaten to his knees, exiled, visioning a world where none is lonely, none haunted, alien. This man, superb in love and logic, this man shall be remembered. Oh, not with statues' rhetoric, not with legends and poems and wreaths of bronze alone but with the lives grown out of his life, the lives fleshing his dream of the beautiful, needful thing. a producer on the show, and we're at the end of another episode, which means I have some resources for you. The law that Laia was referring to earlier is the Crown Act, passed in California in 2019. The law prohibits discrimination based on hairstyle and hair texture in California workplaces and K-12 public and charter schools. Since it was passed in California, versions of the Crown Act have become law in several other U.S. states and cities. And as far as learning more about the concept of cultural appropriation and how it shows up, the Wikipedia page is a good place to start. And you can dig deeper into the subject from there. And there are a lot of places you can go with it, way beyond photos of politicians in blackface and white folks in problematic costumes. For another take on the concept, you can read the Atlantic article, Every Culture Appropriates, which I'll link in the episode description along with these other resources. And as always, protect your own. Peace and blessings, everybody. It's been a great conversation. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Jill Scott Presents J.Ill, the podcast. This podcast is hosted by Jill Scott, Laia St. Clair, and Aja Graydon-Dantzler. Its executive producers are Jill Scott, Sean G., and Brian Calhoun. It's produced by Laia St. Clair and me, Eve Jeffcoat. The editing and sound design for this episode were done by Taylor Chacon. The poem Frederick Douglass is from Collected Poems of Robert Hayden by Robert Hayden. Copyright 1966 by Robert Hayden. Used with permission of the publisher, W.W. Norton and Company, Inc. All rights reserved. J.Ill is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 
thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. What are you looking for in a new smart TV? 4K picture quality? High quality and immersive sound? A sleek design? All of those are givens, but only the new Roku Pro Series has all of those and the Roku Streaming Experience, an award-winning OS. Get fast, easy access to all your apps like iHeart, where you can stream all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts all day, and regular, all-inclusive trips to Roku City. The new Roku Pro Series, a smart TV built by the streaming pros. 